Good morning, possibly good evening or good night. <laughs> welcome, welcome. We are pretty pumped today for the guest speaker that we have. <laughs> so pumped, we're running a little bit behind. We really are. And the reason we're running a little bit behind though is because we just got to have a fantastic session with her as well with one of our courses that um, was taking. <laughs> it was really, really cool. It really was. And the cool piece with uh, Roxy, she's a thoroughbred that's overweight by a lot yeah maybe yeah. 600 pounds yeah and maybe I haven't more. been able to get it off of her like she's no just... and she used to being hot-blooded she had that beautiful thoroughbred piece where she was very reactive to so many things and then we started it's we've noticed over the last what two and a half years that she's really started to dwindle in who she is and it was kind of really concerning to us well it has been we've had so many different people come in and work with her to figure out and of course their vets coming in and of course then we have the the drug to maybe not obviously solve the problem but it's a solution right at that moment so it's kind of cool that we were able to have alicia mm -hmm. join us in real time to be able to actually work on her yeah. on the energetic level on her which barrage is, of ailments which <laughs> is very interesting because she had a load so we're gonna definitely have alicia back again but talking specifically even about this roxy situation because we do feel the three of us have talked that it might take you know a few you know, different workings to be able to come through and see where and how she's improving with everything because she will. Well, you kind of got to balance back from things as well um, to, you know, be able to make everything work. Like you get your back adjusted, everything kind of has to readjust. So with how she was, I'm assuming that there's going to be some readjustments uh -huh. that she has to go through as well. But before we get into this fantastic speaker, let's uh, do our regular old rigmarole, if you will. And of course, that first piece is the... Here it is. Hashtag holy, holy jump. Tuna, tuna fish. fish. Oh, whoa. That's weird. Let's try that again. It's the hashtag holy, holy jumping jump tuna, tuna fish. fish. And you're going to get that from Alicia today. So I yes. want to see a lot of those uh, bitmoji cons and, of course, just saying it. Yeah. It because these are going to be, this is going to be big. I yeah. can it's feel huge. it already. Huge. Uh, the other thing we always like to know is who you are and where you're from. Lisa, I see she, she gets us. She says, hi, from Leduc. Lisa's on it. So thank you so much, Lisa. It's always nice to know who we're talking to and to give some shout outs as well. And of course, this is when you guys share, share, share this sucker out oh. because not only is it powerful for us horse people, but I think just in a Humans. human level <laughs> across the board, we definitely want to be able to share this baby out. A so share, share, share. Breathing, breath, got, it's all uh, going to be amazing. Mike on, Brenda on. Very nice. Get some people joining us. I'm so behind. <laughs> just so behind. So other hashtag we always like to talk about is this lovely hashtag. We are life changers. And we put this in regularly because every single one of us that is out there in this world has the opportunity to make a positive impact on somebody else's life, some other animal's life every single day that we live and breathe. And that's something I think we should take responsibility for and realize that we have that power in this world to be able to change somebody's life for the better. Even if you don't feel it, because we all are connected, that beautiful just little smile or that little helping hand that you thought not even twice about, mm -hmm. that can be the change in that other human or that other animal's life. So always know you are a life changer. That's right. So own it. Love it. And of course, if you are catching this on replay, do throw in that hashtag replay as well. And then for who we are, I think this is going to be backwards again. 
doggone it. Carrie Fulmick, Carolyn Charles. <laughs> I'm the director of sales and marketing with the and an instructor for the Equine Connection, the Academy of Equine Assisted Learning Inc. And I'm Carrie Fulmick, the founder of the Equine Connection and master instructor helping humans globally around the world do what their passion and purpose is. And what is that? Working with horses in a completely different way, which is actually allowing the horse to be literally the teacher. The bonus with our certification, of course, is it's always about the welfare of the horse first. Hence why we know Alicia Maine so well, because of course, like-minded people start attracting because we want to understand the horse in their culture and their language, because they can only think, act, and respond like a horse. They will never, ever, never think, act, or respond like a human. And we as a beautiful horse people have got to stop getting out of the human piece and going to our horse world so that we actually can hear them in the way that they do communicate. That is exactly true. And just before we bring Alicia on here as well, I'm going to tell you a little bit about her. And first, I want to say, Lisa, that's right. We are the bomb.com. I appreciate it. I like that. <laughs> so Alicia Maine is the animal healer. For over 20 years, successfully the animal with thousands of her clients by providing precise, accurate, and often life-saving information to thousands of humans about their animal's health, behavior, soul partnership, natural leadership, nutrition, and crossing over issues. She's a unique combination of a master animal communicator, holistic dog trainer, medical intuitive, distance body alignment, and energy medicine healer, natural horsewoman, and soul relationship coach, as well as an author, workshop presenter, and PhD researcher. Her work is based in the traditional Chinese medicine, Qi Gong. I think I said that wrong, though. Qi Gong? Qi Gong? Qi Gong. Qi Gong, okay. Qi Gong. Oh. Okay. She'll say it right in just a second. That's a <laughs> The quantum physics principles that validate that everything is energy and everything is connected. She honors the physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual aspects of being and sees them as inseparable to bring about true healing. Alicia works with horses around the world, releasing body tension and unrecognized pain to allow for their bodies, this fly is trying to go up my nose, their bodies, sorry, to realign themselves naturally and quickly, which often shows up as a rapid shift in behavior and health issues. She holds a PhD in holistic health counseling, her groundbreaking long distance research study with 27 formerly wild Mustangs validated the important role that the body misalignment plays in the behavior and health issues as well. She's the creator of Animal Healer TV on YouTube, where each episode explores what is possible in helping animals heal their behavior, health, relationship, and crossing over issues naturally through the quantum energy field. So we will have that link up as many other things as well to be able to go through because, man, this... You're pretty amazing there, ladies. Like I'm actually stack gonna... upon stack upon stack. Yeah, bring her in bring because you in. it's just all about breath today. So it's very, very all exciting. about breath. breath. It's everything breath is to us as living beings. Breath. And it's one of those things we think we breathe, but we don't. No, no, <laughs> we learned that from Alicia. You did. <laughs> Poor woman. I'm like, I don't know how to <laughs> do this thing. And Welcome. I Welcome Thank to, you. Welcome up. It's, We're it's so excited so cool. to have you here. Well, yep. Alicia, before we do get started, though, I do have to say, uh, Carolyn needs to plug in her computer. Oh, yeah. Because I keep trying to show her that, and our um, what that plug-in is not working. The energy is not working in the plug-in. Fixed it. <laughs> we're good. So now we got to do this. That's it. Now we're all on energy of okay. the world. Awesome. I'm back with 
Okay. So, so yeah, and I it's see awesome to be here. It's awesome to see you both again. Yeah, you missed us, hey? I did. <laughs> I did. <laughs> Well, it was crazy because how how the whole breath concept came up, I got a notification that you guys were doing a live, and I was like, awesome, I have time right now, I'm going to like click on, and I clicked on, and you had been talking about breathing, you had been talking about um, Reiki, you have been talking about several things, and I said, like, hey guys, so I thought you knew that I was on, yeah. and the next thing I know... There's Carrie saying, you know, we work with this lovely woman, Alicia May. And I was like, oh, she must know that I was on. That's, you know, like why she said it. And then we were going back and forth and everyone was just like, wait, what just happened? Like, how did I know to click on that link? You know, at that time when I'm usually not available at that time, something freed up in my schedule and I saw the link, uh, the notification on Facebook. And I was like, oh my God, I love what they're talking about. I'm just going to jump in. So I thought yeah. you knew that I was on there and you didn't. And, wow. And the breathing thing was a total tangent that we went on off focus. on. focus. Yeah, because like, <laughs> we, we weren't even supposed to be talking about that. We just That's went off hilarious. on the oh, yeah, but, so I mean, funny. Really, yeah, at the same time, though, we do have to focus on our breath because when we do, as you have stated, when we actually can focus on understanding what the breath is actually doing to our whole yeah system that changes everything inside a living being both horse well all human so it's kind of exciting it's really exciting and it's something you know i i heard from a native american saying like if you want to hide something from them like the, the humans just hide it right under their nose oh. and like literally our breath i mean it is the one thing we can argue about politics we can argue about gender relationships what sex you are who you want to have sex with which is none of my business and i just don't you know it's like no. <laughs> we, we can argue about education we can argue about religion all of these things that we can argue about and i'm like but there's one thing we cannot argue about every single one of us has to breathe everyone and then you know the crazy thing is there's only two sexes that's a reality i mean everything else is not not even going to yeah. get into it i have full, full respect for whatever anybody chooses but i'm just saying just given from the creator there's two sexes yeah. Yeah. and everybody's got a body sometimes those bodies take different forms you know but everybody has to breathe and everybody you know if you cut yourself you're going to bleed. I don't care what religion you are. I don't care what your economic status is. I don't care what your education is. I don't care what your religion is. I, I don't, it doesn't matter. Right. The only thing that really truly matters is like, we have this thing called breathing. Soon as we come out of the womb, we start doing it. We have it for the rest of our lives. And it's the only thing you can go without water for days. You can go without food for many weeks, even up to months, which people have done. In two minutes, if you are not breathing, you're out of here. You're out of here. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. So and true. It's like, then when you, you know, you think about the body and the fact that this whole thing happens autonomically and automatically, like, how do, I mean, we're sitting there you know, some, some children that are supposedly posing as politicians want to like pull 
triggers for nuclear weapons. And I'm like, what are you doing? This is so fascinating. How do you even have time to think about creating and saying things like that when we don't even realize like how amazing being in these bodies are, how amazing our breath is. And when yes, we talk yeah. about everything from digestion to neurochemistry to to mindset to gut set to like how the health is every single one of those things comes down to how you are breathing so like true. you can get so as complex as you want but mm -hmm. if you want to change it the only thing you have to do is shift your breath because that will <laughs> actually shift your mindset so it's like Okay. I don't understand sometimes what's going on in the world, but I'm like, can we all just breathe, please? Can we all just breathe. It would help so much. Yeah, right? so much. So, Alicia, how the heck did you come into like? I mean, come into working <laughs> yeah. in the even the realm of breath and how important it is for us to breathe the proper way. Um. It so. I didn't realize or start awakening to any of this. So I was kind of in my late teens, early twenties and you know, you just breathe. Like, I mean, I would talk, I was from the Bronx and I'm Jewish and not that I have like a lot of affiliation with the religion, but you know, like big Italian, we talk with our hands, we talk very fast and then maybe we breathe after we speak like to just catch up. And I have no idea how my life trajectory led me to fitness training, led me to working with a Qigong energy master, led me to studying animal communication and breathing. It really, honestly, none of it was on my bucket list. It wasn't, I mean, when I was a kid and I was five, I said, I want to be a vet because I want to help sick animals heal. That was my passion. And then math and science came in. And that was a disaster. I, I just failed every math and science test because not, it didn't make sense to me because you're talking about these different variables, but I was always the kid that said, but why, but why, but why is it that, but what, and not for nothing, but I, I was born in Albert Einstein hospital. So I think somewhere in there, I may have gotten his DNA spiritually so that like where he was on physics and he talked about like spooky, you know, coincidence in science, I'd be like, no, Albert, this is actually what it really is. It's not spooky. <laughs> Let's chat, Albert. But, but it, would take, it would take going from being an athletic kid who, who was very, very much body centered to start to understand like how the body and the brain connect through the breath and that it started happening a little bit when I was a fitness trainer, cause you had to breathe a certain way to make sure, you know, that, that you weren't putting too much pressure on the heart when you were weight training and all that kind of stuff and doing cardio, you have to breathe. But I didn't really understand the true mechanics of breathing. I understood you had to breathe, but it wasn't until I started studying Qigong and having acupuncture that the movement, the breath, the spirit, like all started coming together. And literally one day I was in my room and I was practicing Qigong, looking out at the Hudson River. And I don't remember what I was doing. 
But all of a sudden, I heard this voice say, can you see how the air that you take in is also mixing like the heaven energy and the earth energy, like they're coming up and they're mixing in your diaphragm. And then you're feeding, heaven is feeding the earth and earth is feeding heaven through your body. And they were like, if you start breathing this way, it's going to start shifting everything. And literally from that moment, I, I, so I, the, the, I was told about the breathing and I was like, whoa, this is fascinating. Like, not only am I hearing voices in my head, but I'm like, just holy mackerel. Like it's giving me actual information about what's universal truth, not just for me, but for everybody. Right. And I wasn't studying like, like spiritual scriptures i was going to qigong class on fridays i didn't know i didn't i just i didn't know like the system started bringing me into the system which is called the Tao. and so from that moment right after that happened as i was practicing my exercise and my breath and my body like everything was connected my breath my body my spirit and i heard the words you can heal yourself you now know how to heal yourself. And I was like, I can heal myself. <laughs> I, I did like, it was like, I swear it was like being handed the keys to the kingdom, you know, and feeling like, wait a second, instead of that whole paradigm of the only one that can heal you or make you feel better is the doctor, because the doctor knows better than you about your body. When that breathing thing kicked in and I had started to be also become way more psychic, like way more psychic. I did not know I was psychic. I probably always had a feeling and an intuition, like I knew things and I knew truth, but you know, sometimes it's just not acceptable when a kid is telling you the truth that you don't want to hear. So you just, you know, and then you shut it down and things had started happening so when i heard this information i was like holy moly this is the like this is the jam here you know what i mean like i am no longer reliant on someone else telling me about what i know to be the truth in my own body like i can hear it like i can feel it i and through the breathing that was the um i guess the path pathway that when I could, when they taught me how to balance my breathing and taught me what was happening, my brain shifted. And that was probably, I didn't realize it at the time because I didn't really understand sciences or quantum physics or neuroscience, but it was probably in that moment that I, I understood the deeper, under, the depth of the, some of the Chinese teachings in traditional Chinese medicine of, of like what we're all really about. It wasn't just like this externalized studying and reading. It was like, oh my God, like I am the science. You know, like, like, like this bot, like this is the science. It's going to feed back to me the truth of what's happening. But none of that could happen until my breath changed. And it was in that moment that I started to realize, oh my God, if I have an ache, if I have a pain, if I have something going on, I literally started through the breath and being able to balance it, I was able to hear my body telling me, no, this is actually what's going on. This is what's happening. It wasn't necessarily medical terms, but it was telling me what was happening with the energy. 
And then that just opened up so many things because I, what I thought was such a complex system, I was like, really, it just comes down to these basics. And then I was applying that with the dogs and with the horses and being in that chief flow of breathing, it was like, whoa, there's so much more for us to understand. Not necessarily intellectually, like, okay, we can map out this and we can map out, it's like, that's great. You can map out everything you want. You can tell a horse as much science as you want. The only thing that that horse cares about is how are you breathing? How do you feel to me? Are you safe? Do you actually understand what I am experiencing? Not just because your eyes are seeing something. Can you feel what I'm feeling? And is this a space that I want to be in? All the, you know? As you are talking, it's very rocky standing there. Disco Disco. has come out. He's just leaving, but he was there face to work the whole time that you were talking. So I was like, this is so cool that his head was in like everything. Well, now he's got his root pointed this way. His root is here. Yeah. So that was kind of neat as you were telling your how you got into this. And I think it's horse people too and getting to do that interaction we just did with uh roxy and disco with you Mm -hmm. as well when you talk about breathing like we know that breathing has a huge impact on how we work with our horses right like we know because we we train ourselves all the time but how is that that it helps them because it i mean it calms us and everything else but breathing has such a huge impact how does that work kind of from your perspective so from this we have to go kind of to like we're going to go micro to macro like Everything is energy and everything's connected. All right. So we've, we're particle cells, right? That make up our whole body. Really energetically, what we see physically, what we're aware of physically is about 1% of the equation. Wow. The other 99%, and, and that 1% still includes energy. But I'm just saying what we can see physically manifested as energy. That other 90% nine percent is what we can't see it's what we feel so on the micro level we are all connected every single molecule is connected all the energies are connected imagine like the ocean right every droplet of water in the ocean is connected now we can see visibly the ocean we can't necessarily visibly see the air unless we kind of like squint our eyes and you know you like look at trees and you're like oh shit i can see the aura around it like this is amazing like you can see the energy So that 99% and that 1% is literally all connected in a larger energy field that I tend to call communion with all life. It just, even though we're breathing from the outside, we can't even see the air we breathe, we feel it. Just like what our breath does when it's balanced and and our brain is not so much like in control, but like when we drop in and we can feel our body, what we're connecting to is that field of energy that the horse is already connected to. The horses are already enlightened. Oh, yeah. They're, they're already living in that energy of communion. They're just like, could you guys like figure this shit out and like get with it? Because like you you may need to ride us. We don't necessarily need to be ridden. You may need to do these things. like. We're trying to teach you, and some of us are getting it. Some of us are 
not getting it. Some of us are sort of getting it. They don't have any judgment. No. They just want to help us experience the entirety of that field, which I believe is what the creator gave to us. And when I say creator, I mean masculine and feminine. I just don't mean like God as a male entity. Because the whole notion of like, if you have God, okay, great. Males can't have babies. So just explain that one to me of who the Holy Ghost is. <laughs> I think the Holy Ghost is the mother. But right, because it's like it's this union of recognizing through our breathing, which gives us life, which gives our body life and animation. We're like these incredibly psychic, tuned in, incredibly peaceful beings. Aww, yeah. We're given this beautiful place, this precious, precious planet to have really cool experiences and. As you can see, there are some people whose breathing is really kind of off balance. Yeah. And, you know, that can affect the brain chemistry of what they choose. Ah, now that's Dude. interesting. Brain chemistry. A little too much carbon dioxide going on up there. Not enough oxygen getting in there. Well, and I do remember when we met and you said to me, a lot <laughs> that I needed to excuse me, figure out the breathing piece, breathe through your stomach. And I was like, I have been trying to hold my stomach in for as long as I can remember. I don't know how to do this piece with you, but it was, it was a very like freeing and different methodology of how you can even think straight after. Yeah. And I think so much of what you're saying to you, like, this isn't something that this is with practice, like anything else of being yes. open to these ideas. Cause you say it's squint your eyes and see the aura. I was like, like really? I just had laser eye surgery and figured yeah. out the trees have individual leaves. Like, <laughs> and that was only a few years ago. So <laughs> now I gotta go squint to some trees. But wait, like, if you do it with your breathing, oh my God, you're gonna be like, no, I know what you're talking about. Oh, I need cool. to go see it now. Okay, that's super cool. Yeah. Now, you have uh, a horse that, really helped you along this journey as well was it cisco yeah my my boy just passed about two months ago but he was with me for 21 years wow and That's even like how he came about i was at a friend's house and her son had a condition where his bowel muscles were not like closed so he was like six or seven years old still had to wear a diaper and i was at her house and i was like you know i just had this feeling like if you put him on a horse I was like, he's, those muscles are going to have to activate or he's not going to be able to sit on that horse. Wow. So when I left her hand, she was like, oh my God, right? And it wasn't, I was a fitness trainer, but I wasn't studying any of that kind of stuff. I'd studied a lot of stuff, understand a lot about how the body and the breathing also affects our emotions, affects our psyche. But when I walked out of her house that day, I said, I think I need a horse to use to work with like an hour or two a week. Thanks. And that was it. I just put in my request. And about three weeks later, I was at my neighbor's and she was having a lawn sale and she had these rope halters. One of them was really cool. It was like pink and gold. And I was like, I'm supposed to buy that. And she, when I was walking out of the yard, she goes, do you have a horse? And I was like, no, but I think I'm getting one. I don't know. Right. And literally two weeks later, I ran into my old roommate and she was, she just, I saw her. I was like, Hey, she's like, hi, listen, I want to give you my horse. I was like, what? 
She's like, I can't take care of him anymore because I don't think I'm the right person to ride him. He's a little intense. And I had worked on Cisco. She had me work on him because he had some challenges. So I had worked on him, I don't know, maybe like a year before. And I had no thought, like this was my horse. You know, I he just had some body issues. And like Roxy, like he had some stuck sh- stuff in his shoulders. And I was like, okay. So literally she gave me her horse and I thought I was just expecting somebody to work with for like two months. Like I didn't expect to like take on full on. I have a horse now, but um, yeah. So Cisco came into my life like that. And then he was out on about 86 acres. So my idea was fantastic. Like twice a week can this little boy come down and sit on your back for a little while, you know, and just, just walk around with you. Cisco didn't think that was a good idea because we could never find him on the 86 acres when they showed up. So when we finally said, okay, cancel it. And there was somebody else that I knew that she could go to that actually had a catchable horse. Cisco laughed at me and he said, do you actually think I'm supposed to be a therapy horse for anybody else but you? And I was like, I wasn't aware that I needed a therapy horse. Okay. (laughs) So we would just spend time. You know, and then we would sit. There was a big, huge, like, wooden bench out there. He'd disappear, so I couldn't even find him. I'd go to sleep on the bench, and I'd wake up, and he'd be sitting there breathing over me. And he always reinforced to me. He, he, he was teaching me so many lessons about breathing, about people's psychology. Have you guys ever read the book Ishmael? No. No. You would love it. It is about this gorilla that takes out an ad in a paper. I like gorillas. Yeah. Okay. Gorilla. And he's seeking a human to teach about the human condition. And this man answers this ad. And throughout the whole book, the gorilla is literally teaching this human about the human condition from an animal's perspective. Oh, wow. and I swear, it's like, that's what Cisco brought me to. And the more I just relaxed into my breathing with it, instead of being so frustrated that I couldn't find this horse because I wanted to ride him. It was like, he, he was leading the whole thing. And when I finally started dropping into my breathing and then we started to do round pen work, he w- we put him in a different pasture and I'd start to go to the pasture and he's like, get out a notebook. I'm like, excuse me. He's like, get out your notebook because you're to come here with a notebook. I'm like, what does a notebook have to do with writing? And he said, you're going to start taking dictation because I'm going to start teaching you about how humans really need to start to behave and understand things. He goes, I'm going to teach you from a horse's perspective about the human condition. That took a lot of breathing. Because I was like, either I'm nuts and I don't do drugs and I don't drink and I don't smoke, nothing, okay? So either I'm crazy or this horse is about to dictate a book to me, which he did. And I have in my computer and I've got to just like put it into better order. But I'm going to start unleashing that this year with sittings with Cisco. Because what he taught me about breathing was the biggest thing in terms of horse people. One day I was working with him in the round pen, I was getting a little frustrated and he goes, stop. And I was like, fine. I I learned after a while. I was like, don't argue with him. Just listen. And he said, what's your energy right now? And I said, I'm angry. 
he goes, why are you angry? And I said, because I want to do something and accomplish something that you're not following me with. And he said, where's your breathing? And I was like, it's up here. He goes, well, why don't you drop it into your belly? And when I did, he said, now what are you feeling? I was like, I'm actually afraid. He goes, interesting, isn't it? He goes, you were projecting your anger at me, but you're actually really feeling afraid, which you didn't realize till you breathed. Mm. And he goes, do you know how many people are around horses that are horse people, have been around horses for a long time, that are afraid? And I was like, what do you mean? He goes, Alicia, think about it. Most people, when they're around horses, they're already up here in their breathing. They're already in their sympathetic nervous system. Now you come to an animal that's a flight animal. You're personally up in your head and disconnected from the communion energy. You're wanting to push something that you haven't even asked this animal. Hey, it's your body. It's your back. Like, is it cool if we do this today? And not listening to what the response is. So when he shared that with me, it just blew my mind because I really would have, oh, I have always looked at other people. They've been around horses more. They know how, they know the tack. They, they ride in this particular style. They, and he said, this is the problem because this is what we're really trying to bridge is help you humans be in your bodies, not so much in your heads to breathe and to be with us because we have so much we want to share with you about us, but we also have so much we want to share about you, share with you about yourselves and about the world. And it was like, I could never see anything ever the same again after he shared that with me because I was in my head in terms of training, but I wasn't in my body and being with him and being in communion with him in terms of a relationship. And and that's where breath is obviously the key for anything. 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 And everything. Yeah, and everything. And that's everything. what I was going to ask too, because this is my um, linear brain uh, that likes to ask questions like I, this. I couldn't, I couldn't tell when your hand went back here. <laughs> in a way like you've met me before you know <laughs> so it you know is it the breathing is it the qigong that's allowed you to get to a different level of understanding with what a horse is communicating right because you know we've got the science side that tells us that they can only think and act and respond like a horse but then you get this other beautiful message through as well so is it through that the qigong is that right this time? Yeah. So, yeah. so Qigong is an ancient self-healing martial art. So like, honestly, I mean, different martial artists could argue with me, but if you take any martial art back to its origin, it started with the Taoist monks literally living amongst nature and having that peaceful communion. There wasn't a lot of talking. There wasn't a lot of intellectual. It was a lot of art. You know, a lot of understanding when we feel like, how do we balance it? So Qigong was a movement form that actually is really kind of based in the Taoist, like observing what the animals were doing. Like that's how they understood the herbals. 
That's how they understood like the movements of how to stay in harmony and balance, not just with the horses, but that whole energy field of communion. So Qigong for me, as I continued to practice it, and as it was no longer like, okay, I'm focusing on my breathing, but then wait, how did that movement go? Like when the movements became so natural that my breath and the movement just flowed together as one, then my heart started to open because it felt safe. Because there was, when we, when our breathing is off, okay, if we're getting in too much oxygen, we'll have an issue. We're getting, we're not exhaling enough oxygen, we can have an issue. We have too much carbon dioxide in our system, issue. Not enough carbon dioxide, issue. So there's a way that the breath balances that. You know, it, it's, it's like that yin yang symbol, right? It like keeps, flowing back and forth. Now, oxygen helps our system be alive. <laughs> when we exhale, we've got carbon dioxide coming out, it helps the trees. So that whole notion really of any everything is energy and everything is connected, everything is connected and things we haven't even realized about our breath yet till I was on Hawaii, on the island, the big island of Hawaii taking um, an animal communication course. And this was before I met Cisco. Qigong helped me start to realize like this flow. Like, you know how the, when they say like a butterfly can flap its wings in Africa and it can create a tsunami across the world? Mm -hmm. That's how much our breathing can affect everything. Because it also affects everything in our brain chemistry. It affects every digestive process. It affects every hormonal process. It's astounding to me that we're focusing on war when we're not like focusing on, are you kidding me? This is like, what is this? Like, how did we really get here? And like, I know we're up in our heads thinking we know things, but like, what's the actuality of the fact that we're even alive? Mm -hmm. And all of these things, like, could you imagine if your brain had to manually do everything that your autonomic system does and takes no. it in and to, we couldn't even comprehend it, no. right? So the horses just basically accept that. They accept that way of being. And so when I started practicing Qigong, I was in New York and I went up to a, um, there was a, about 25 minutes from my house, there was a boarding facility. And I would just sometimes literally practice Qigong and be outside in the arena with the horses. And I was kind of blown away because I didn't understand that like they already know this. <laughs> I thought that they were teaching me this or I thought I was teaching them this. But when I would practice, I would watch that they would just like Zen out. Not that they weren't Zen out, but I mean, it was a totally different level of like, holy mackerel, we do inhibit this whole field together, don't we? It wasn't like me practicing and then there are horses over there, it was like, oh my God, we are really connected in this field. So like anything that I do, anything I say, anything I think, anything I feel, you guys are already picking up on that. Mm -hmm. And then when I would finish my practice and just sit and the horses would come over and the way that they would come over with like, you're getting it. Like now you're starting to grasp something. It wasn't like, oh, I'm sniffing. They could have sniffed me the whole time I was in there. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But it was like after this practice of me harmonizing with the field, 
It was like they came in not as if, hey, I'm horse and you're human. It was like, hey, we share this field. And that blew me right. away. That just, so Qigong was That's, a massive, and to this day, it still is the foundation for me of how I, you know, like how I just learned to enter that space. Love it. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I want all of you who are watching, just in case you're not with us to the end, Alicia is going to be actually, because I'm sure you must be curious, what the heck is this breathing? Why is it so different than us <laughs> just breathing? Well, she's yeah. actually going to give you a gift. So I just wanted to bring that up just in case, because you want to check back with this, because it's a gift just for you from beautiful Alicia. Yes. Do you want to yes. just switch? You want to switch everybody's breathing right now? We can sure. do it real fast, five minutes. Okay. okay. All right. One hand on your chest, one hand on your belly. Just take a breath in and just notice like what happens first. Do you breathe in your nose? Do you breathe in your mouth? Do your shoulders go up? Like just what happens? Do you, does your belly go out first? You guys know differently because you learn differently, but I'm just saying for everybody else, play crowd. Yeah, you can so proud. So, so just notice. So if we breathe into our chest, we're breathing a little bit more into our sympathetic system, which is going to act like fight or flight. Okay. That's when the horse's ears go up. They're kind of holding their breath. They're up here. Is there danger? Is there a mountain lion? You know, no. Okay. We can go back to breathing in our belly. Right. So it has its usefulness breathing into our chest gets us moving fast, gets us out of danger, also can help us focus to a certain degree. But I'm so breathing. Go ahead. I said pump oh. soda baby. I thought you were like, <laughs> all right. Club soda <laughs> baby. I was like, I don't get it. No, a real live baby. It helps. Yes. Yes. So it tells us you need to take action, right? So it's a good thing. However, we get stuck in it. Then we start getting blinders on. Like we're always like, okay, where's the tiger? Where's the tiger? Where's the tiger? We're up in our head. Can't get out of our head. We can't actually relax and be calm and be connected with the field. It's very difficult to be connected with that communion field when we're up in our head. That's what cuts us off from it. When we breathe into our belly, we're activating a little bit more of the parasympathetic nervous system. Yoga, meditation, mindfulness. When we breathe into the belly, which the Chinese um, from Chinese medicine have described as the first brain, gut brain is the first brain of raw data. That's how we get to actually understand, too, how horses even receive information. They're not receiving it into their prefrontal cortex. They're feeling the energy field. Mm -hmm. So this is also going to help us vastly differently understand our horses from everything we've been taught by humans, because most humans don't really fully understand the total connected system of how the horse works. Everybody's looking at different aspects. I'm looking at what's the basic foundation that connects everything. Then we can look at those aspects, but we always have to pull those aspects together. So when we're breathing into our belly, it actually signals calm and relaxation. So what we're going to do right now is just, we're going to be inhaling and exhaling through our nose. Soften your jaw, release your tongue to the bottom of your mouth. Just relax it so it feels like it's like a hammock. It's just supported. And that actually relaxes the throat and it actually relaxes the heart downward. So we can be in our body. Now when we breathe in through our nose, we're going to fill up our belly. 
and our, then the breath continues up into our ribs and into our chest. And it's not separate breath. It's just a continuous flow. When we exhale, we're going to exhale through our nose, but we're going to gently send our belly towards our low back as if there was like a plunger inside your belly button and it's just gently pulling back towards your low back and your kidneys. Then the ribs knit together gently and relax against your mid back, your chest softens and all the air is coming out your nose. So inhaling through your nose, filling up your belly, your ribs and your chest. And as you exhale, your belly goes towards your low back, your ribs knit together, your chest softens and relaxes. Breathing out through your nose, but your brain is also starting to relax and feel calm in your body. Now, before we ever approach our horses, and then as we, as you keep breathing like that, think about a circle, right? Think about that yin-yang symbol. It's pretty equal on both sides. So half of your breath, half of that circle is your inhale. And the other half is your exhale. Now, I am not a doctor. Don't claim to be. But I can say one thing. If you want the chemistry inside of your body to be balanced and to function properly, the simplest way is to balance your breathing. Because your breathing is what's going to pretty much regulate the entirety of your chemistry. Makes sense. And our breath also contains like nutrition, literally, they're called neutrinos that come in like directly from the sun. The breath actually is nourishing our body. It is a source of food at the most base molecular level. We don't study it a lot because it doesn't sell supplements. But, you know, like literally, if you want to balance your health or you want to balance your horse's health, I'm not making any medical claims. I'm just simply saying this is literally the foundation of where to start. Because the more your nervous system gets, you know, in humans, how they say what's what's really the, the biggest challenge for humans these days, it's stress. The stress is just like we're reacting, we're not we're not balanced in breathing and responding, you know, and when you're in reaction, it's, you might not make the same choices that you make when you're in response. Totally. And horses, we know they can be reactive, but we also know how fast they can calm down. So we're yes. coming to them in, in that space of energy and not for nothing, but horses and dogs and other animals don't need science papers, only humans do. They right. feel the actual science taking place in our being. Are you calm? Are you safe? Are you present? Yes. Ooh, that's so, so You know, showing like up in that space, and especially with the work that you all do. Absolutely. Right? So then when you're in your sympathetic piece, no, I don't have one. Yeah. Uh, oh, sorry. She, we're writing write what you down. said. Because we're not going to remember. I guess we could press. Uh, yeah, we could repeat. record. Well, that that moment has passed. We're in the well, moment now, right? Do you have, is um, this recording through Facebook? Okay, yes. just for me. Okay, all right. Yeah, cool. yeah. So I mean, we could have done that, but we're living now, so that's where we are. So when you're in your sympathetic uh, um, breathing nervous system, um, 
Is that what is causing so many people with their anxieties and all those pressures? Because they're that this is adding more here. So then yeah. there's like it's all like a frenzy, and then yeah. that's why the heart goes so fast. So I don't think there are moments when you want to be more in your parasympathetic, right? But you don't want to so let go of the sympathetic that like if something was going to come, you can't get up because you're so parasympathetic, right? right? Yeah. You definitely yeah. don't want to be so much in your sympathetic that you're just like, you cannot calm down. So many of the things that are happening with anxiety, with brain disorders, bipolar, all like ADD, ADHD, it can so, there's two things I focus on that I've learned from the horses and the dogs that you, that I focus, that's my focus physical structure because if your physical structure is out or you've had any kind of trauma it mm -hmm. will leave an imprint which is going to affect the breath so you can start one of two ways you can start with the balanced breathing and then you can do the body alignment or you do the body alignment to help release the diaphragm so that you're breathing properly most all of those can be very very simply shifted by rebalancing the chemistry between the oxygen and the carbon dioxide, which then also rebalances all of the other chemistry. It's mm. fascinating. That is. It's yeah. fascinating yeah. because we have all these different pieces, but the animals kept showing me, but this is how we're one being. You cannot, we can separate it out for study purposes, right? For educational purposes. We can use neuroscience to say, you know, we notice when this is happening, this is what's going on in the brain and these chemicals are getting triggered. But two things. When you're doing science, that's a little bit human manipulated science. Like we're going to put a horse in a CAT scan. We're going to, things that are not normal or natural. So we can learn. We're getting a piece of the picture but we're not getting the totality of how it all works and fits together. This is that foundation in a very, honestly, like layman's terms, you know, like I'm, I'm not, I don't have, I understand a lot of these terms, but I don't use them because when it comes to the energetic part, the physical part is what we're relating to. But remember, that's only 1%. 99% is what's taking place in the energy inside. And that equation really happens to get very, very simple. When we start with the breathing, we had talked to like about the animal communication piece because literally like when I was working on Roxy or when I had worked with Disco, when I can know from them, you tell me like what's happening in your body. Like, what do you feel? What's right? Well, I don't need a diagnostic machine I mean, she's had and tons of diagnostic machines, tons of practitioner, right? I'm just asking her directly. So how, how what's, what's up? Like, tell me what your body's actually feeling. Show me. Cause I guess my thumbs are kind of like spidey sensors, right? I'm just oh, relaxed yeah. and breathing in my space. And, and that's where it's coming from. Right. And I'm now saying, look, we're 1100 miles away. I'm going to be here breathing. I'm just gonna relax. I know that I can feel your system. So let your system just keep telling me what it's what's going on. And she had a lot going on. 
And then when she starts breathing and she starts feeling more comfortable, now she's talking to me and she's telling me things. Well, this is this, and this is this, and this is this. So instead of me having to go into my intellect and put some kind of picture together that maybe it's true, maybe it's not true, if I can connect and communicate directly with her, her, her consciousness and her awareness and her body, well, you know, I'm not saying like I haven't fixed her. I haven't, I've just helped her shift her energy. So she feels more comfortable. She feels better in her body. And that's not something that I have to say, Oh, I approved it. And I'm like, just look at the horse. Just let's go to the video tape. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, they tell us all the time. So what's kind of cool with the breathing part is that when we get that piece right, that's when our psychicness starts to open up. That's like when we were little kids and we knew we were talking to the animal. And then people told, no, that doesn't. But it's like kids know. Like they know. It's just when adults tell them it's not true. But the kids know what's, what's true. Yeah, we're right. finding that way back to that level of innocence with our grown-up intelligence to be able to say, look, you know, maybe a lot of the things that we've been thinking or that have been purported about what's the truth, it's a piece of it. But the only way that we know the total truth is if we relax and just breathe and be with these animals and let them show us. Here's, here's mm -hmm. like, it's not that hard to balance this stuff, humans. It's just, right? yeah. you know what I mean? And then also, too, how does that lead out into our world? Not just the world with them, but we see things differently. We get back to common sense. Not, mm. I mean, the intellect, you can fool the intellect with logic. You can tell it it's this, it's this, it's this. It's yeah. like, oh, well, that sounds yeah. good. That sounds reasonable. But you know what you yeah. kind of can't fool? When you're breathing in your body and you have a gut feeling, you know it. It's, mm. I know. How do you know? Because I feel it you don't feel right. intellectual knowledge so all of the science we have put all and i've spoken to physicists about this because of my um phd project and they're like we can't even come close to explaining what you are doing and i'm thinking you know physics is like quantum physics is like the big and they're like we can't describe what you're doing but we see what you're yeah. doing, but we can't we can't tell you how and why you're doing it. And that's mm -hmm. that whole thing. Like the horses don't rely on science. The science has been within them for tens of thousands of like since the beginning of time, since they were on this earth. They are the yeah. living science. And that's what they're trying to, I think, teach us. Literally, starting with the breathing, we're the science. It, yes. Whether we come up with a little complicated, right? Where are the energy? Energy flows in certain ways. Different organs have certain functions. How all of that connects? I mean, it's honestly, that's the stuff that kids should be studying in school. Like, right? how do we yeah. work? Not like, how do we start wars or how do we get violent or how do we like do this, like, you know, destroy the earth with money? It's like, this not what we should be focusing on. It's not even exciting or fascinating. We no, are the yeah. most fascinating science experiment, in my opinion. And that really, yes. that's what the breathing has, has brought to me in, in my relationship with myself and my relationship with the animals. And then, you know, like your beautiful work of, of these horses sharing with these people, you know, like be here and breathe. 
Like, and I love that you said that. It's the mindfulness piece that, and breathing is a, well, is the part of that, of being able to be constantly in that moment. And I think the more open you are with breath, the more yeah. open you become otherwise as well. And a lot of the experiences that we've had, not only as facilitators and uh, instructors with our horses, but like Disco and JR, like oh. a horse moves my hand to where the other horse's ailment is, yes. right? Like if you weren't in the moment, if you weren't breathing present. and being present and absorbing all of that, you would never be even open enough to to listen or to, to hear. To listen. Or yeah. forward, I want to shift one thing in that because, okay, our brain, it's a processor. It That's yes. all it does. It just processes information. Breathing into the gut, which is the first brain, is a primary brain, mm. allows the raw data to come in so we feel it, and then it's supposed to come up to the logical brain, which can create the 3D understanding or structure. But I just want to be careful about mindfulness because mindfulness isn't technically taking place. Hmm. Mindfulness from an intellectual perspective and understanding it is taking place yeah. in here. <laughs> mindfulness yeah. from the awareness, like, whoa, I don't even know on a cognitive level what's exactly happening that I can describe, but I am aware of what yeah. just happened. That's a, it's a different space because when we get educated, you know, it's a very methodical indoctrinated education we're told what we're supposed to be thinking and what's real and then we have these experiences and then we go well i mean sometimes we're like well that must have just been an if you know coincidence or that was a fluke and it's like when and this is where i love having practiced qigong for all these years and i'm so grateful where it brought me because it's like when you keep that balanced breathing going you're flowing in every moment with the energy and when yeah. you're flowing with that energy, you're no longer in here inside the construct that says, I'm a human, that's a horse, this is what they know, this is what the science tells us they know. And when you get to that place where you're literally having these unbelievably profound communications with them, that they are so crystal clear, and you know mm -hmm. you did not have that awareness inside your head before you started connecting with this animal, and like even like in the video with Roxy, right? I had asked her, I sent her the pictures, like, could you do me a favor and lay down? Cause it's gonna be easier for me to work on your leg in this position. I put it out there to her and two minutes later, she laid down and then she laid on her side. So yeah. to be able to recognize that we have such deeper connection and communication, it can't happen unless we're breathing and being in the moment because we can't be trapped in here. This is going to give us certain information, but outside of the realm of logical or what we're taught is logical and rational, that's when we go into doubting ourselves. Like we just had the most profound experience because we entered that energy field of communion with them. We were no yeah. longer in our head and separated. We were actually functioning, right, as that ener connected energy. And then we're like, and then the brain wants to try to get in there and analyze whether that was real or not. And it's like, 
how do we know that the intellectual stuff that we do is actually real? Maybe that's right. the made up stuff. Right. I was, yeah, totally. Before we go, of course, with the gift and everything, and Heidi, the Heidi, you from New Zealand, you get to go do your three-day training soon. I'm sorry, I had to just message her, but yeah. she is so much love, resonates, like resonates with her, beautiful, lots of thank yous to you. I thought they were asking but, if Heidi was here. That's funny. No. Any hoodle. <laughs> and uh, you just said the key word, Carrie, that the energy field of communion, it's a, it's love. I mean that. Yeah. That's what it is. It is like, that's what we exist in, in so much love. And then we cut ourselves off from it. So it's like the horses are bringing us back into that energy of like, it's all love. We don't understand all the time what you people are doing, but. No, we don't because we don't, but I just either read something or I heard something before you put up the gift and everything. But I love what you had just said about the brain being the processor. But this one resonated with me because when we are doing orientation, I'm going to bring this in. The gut is the driver. The brain is the passenger. I'm like, whoa, that makes total sense. But I don't know yeah. where I got it from. I but so, I wrote it down. So, so everything, like the way we're taught and educated is yeah. like we're trying to put all this information into something that cannot even feel. It can't yeah. feel the truth. The brain yeah. does not feel. The gut feels. And then it sends information up to the brain to say, how do we construct this? But the way even our science has been teaching us, it's like, it's the brain, it's your mindset, it's your mindset. It's like. But first, you actually have to even feel if the things that you are creating from a mindset perspective, is that in balance and harmony and right relationship mm -hmm. with this energy of communion with all life. So we can be very, very smart. But how smart are you or we as a world if we disconnect from that field of communion with all life, which is far vaster than any of us can even actually comprehend in our conscious minds, Absolutely. how intelligent is that? So I'm pushing for, I know where everybody's going with mindset and I'm going, no, get back to your gut set because mm -hmm. your brain can't feel. And even yeah. when you say, well, see, it registers in your brain. It's like, yeah, but if I hurt my thumb, my brain doesn't hurt because I hurt my thumb. My freaking thumb hurts. Exactly. exactly. So exactly. about like the brain and we only use or we use 10% of our capacity. Well, that's because we're up here. So many beings yeah. have been traumatized. We're stuck in our head because when trauma happens, we stop breathing. And then the body just says, okay, it's too much. Great. Go up here. Up here, you can see everything, but you don't have to feel. So you're safe. You'll start to breathe again, but your breathing has already been pulled up. So now you're much more in your sympathetic system and then we get locked in our heads. So as soon as we change that and we use the breathing to even shift any traumas for us or even for the horses, then what starts to happen is a completely different awareness. And just, just check this out for yourself. Mm. Next time that you're like listening to something or receiving information, just notice that the aha that you have when you hear something, there is a breath that happens right before that aha. Because you cannot fully receive the aha 
without having a breath actually open up the body to take in that, oh my God, I got it. You will always take a breath when that sensation happens. And the same thing with the horses. When we talk about the breath, you have to look at the physical structure. And oftentimes you can have an animal that's moving fabulously that could still be stuck in their diaphragm that is now termed a behavioral challenge. And I'm like, well, why are you trying to fix it with behavior? Why have you not, even though this horse moves great, why have you not checked its body? Because if it is not breathing properly, it can not assimilate what you are trying to teach it until it actually feels safe enough in its body that it can receive the information. So even the whole training paradigm, in my opinion, and experience and what the horses are showing me is completely backwards because Mm -hmm. we have to look at what's the foundation. The foundation is our breath and our physical structure. Once those are set, well, then we can proceed with these other pieces and find out all of these different fascinating things like, you know, about brain chemistry and gut chemistry and this thing and that thing and how the mouth totally completely is responsible for almost all of the biomechanics and the digestion. But if your mouth has a problem, think about what's going to happen in your breathing. Yeah. How are you then going to digest naturally? How it, you know, so it's taking everything and like the breath, in my opinion, is just the foundation of everything. Yes. Wow. That's thank amazing. you. Thank you. Thank you for this. Thank breath you. Opening, yes. Breath opening experience. Breath opening. Right? <laughs> and so there's a link that um, it's an eight yes. minute audio. Right. So you guys can put it like on your phones. You can put it anywhere you want. But I would highly recommend, even if you just do it once or twice a day, start practicing this breathing. I just walk you through the biomechanics of it so that you can really start feeling how your body and your being is feeling. If you practice it twice a day and then just start remembering to check in with yourself. Oh, did I stop breathing? Was I breathing up here? If you just practice it, even for a few days, it's not only going to change your breathing and your health, it's going to completely change how your brain literally processes information. I mean, I have people that are Aries like me that are hotheads and like traffic and stuff like that. And they're like, I cannot believe like I didn't react to that. And it's like, yeah, because when you're breathing and you have the proper balance of chemistry through your body and through your brain, you don't need to react. It's only when there's an imbalance and then another stressor comes along feeding a bigger imbalance. Now you want to react. But if you keep your breathing balanced, I mean, I'm not. it's going to be amazing for you. It's going to be amazing for your horses. But imagine how much we could change the entire world. And it does not mean because you're calm, you don't have boundaries and you're not clear. It just means you're not flying off the handle and reacting to it. You're very grounded in your body. You're very clear about what's okay behavior. It's not okay behavior. And you get to stay calm. Yep. And that's a whole different world to live in. I think I hadn't applied that to my traffic. um, I'm I'm going to challenge you on that one. I'm going to tell you. Yeah, you need that one. Um, But I see a couple of people are catching on here as well. But if anyone would like this lovely free gift, throw in breathe into the comments. And I will be happy to send you the link as well. So you can go check all this stuff out. 
And I have Alicia's website up there too. Please go check that out. There's, uh, well, she's just got a plethora of knowledge to bestow upon all of us. And um, as people who have taken her courses before, it, it's uh, it's huge. And even if you take one aspect from it, yes. it has affected you know everything that you do. And down it the works on every level. Like whether you need to communicate with your horse because you're like, look, we have a behavior issue. We can't figure it out whether that turns into, okay, well, your horse actually has a body issue, so let's clear this, and then we can get your horse breathing so they can feel comfortable in your body. Whether it's a health issue, you know, like Roxy has gone to lots of different people. Yeah. yeah. This was the most comprehensive pulled together of everything, but I only showed up to say, Roxy, tell me what's up, and let me see what I can do with your body or what your body wants. And we noticed like immediately, like in her head and her face, right? She just like stuff started draining and, yeah. mm -hmm. you know, so it works on all levels. It's, it's behavioral, it's health. It's really literally directly being able to communicate with your animal to find out what is their perspective? What did yeah. they know about what's happening? Cause I'm like, if you ever have to go to like more than like two or three veterinarians or trainers or whatever, everybody's missing it. Like yeah. they're not talking directly to the horse. They're talking about what they know, which is fantastic, but they're not communicating directly with what the horse knows and understands about their body and their being and how best they need it to rework. And, yes, um, so, you know, I, I, I just, I bring that up because yeah. it's like, I've just watched clients spend tens of thousands of dollars still didn't have an answer and just between communication and body work it was like well here's your whole picture because it's not yeah. you know what i mean it's it's not about yeah. me like i just show up to listen and then translate like here's what they have to say here's what their perspective is and sometimes too it comes in emotional forms also you know? absolutely like, yeah there's yeah. all sorts of parameters and i know that there's a few people on here who are going to want to connect with you so there is alicia's website on there as well aliciamain.com and we're over our hour but we could hear from you for forever and we yeah. appreciate you so much thank you yeah it was our facebook tribe yeah. thank you and yeah. of course we'll have you on again because we're going to do something different because yeah, why not which we'll always still have to do with breath but no, thank you so much, everyone. Thank and remember, you. breathe. Breathe. Not not just breathe, because like not that's not breathing. No. Breathing through breathe. your nose, filling up your belly, your ribs and your chest, and then exhale, send your belly towards your low back. Reconnect your rib cage so it's supporting your shoulders. Soften your chest and breathe out your nose. That's all on the free gift. So you guys will be able to get into it real quick, but try it. Try it with yourself. Try it before you go with your horse. Try it while you're with your horse. Remember to do it while you're riding your horse. <laughs> yeah, that's do true. it all the time if you can. Yeah, that's right. Like when you get that breathing balanced, that really is the essence of where Qigong wants to bring you of like reconnecting all parts of you through your breathing. Thank it. you, hon. Thank you Thank so much. And we will talk very soon. And we'll let you know about rocks too. Okay. Bye. Awesome. Yeah. Remember those videos, like, I don't care, 30 seconds to a minute, but like today, tomorrow, let me know what you're noticing. You got it. Cool. Got it, boss. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, everyone. Have a great Bye. Day.